Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. Hope you guys are having a good week. I hope you have a good weekend planned. I want to talk to you tonight real quick about the importance of understanding that we don't participate in the world's economy. And let me explain what I mean by that. I don't mean that uh, we don't shop at the same place as everyone else shops and that we don't uh, you know, work at the same place as everyone else works. That's not what I mean. What I mean is the economic indicators that give so many other people angst do not have to give us angst. Because whereas the world determines how it operates through supply and demand and things like that, God determines what we get through his provision, okay? Kristen and I, as many of you know, are getting married not too long from now. We're in the process of looking for homes. And it's a process that in the natural is somewhat complicated by a few things. First of all, there's a huge economic downturn caused by COVID. We all know about this, okay? At the same time, There's a moratorium in the United States on foreclosures, meaning that even people who can't afford their houses aren't aren't losing their houses, which is good for them, but it means there's also less inventory. And the third thing is everybody's moving out of the cities into the suburbs in the United States, in particular where we are. And so what you have is you have, on the one hand, a poor economy, which makes things harder to buy. You have a shortage of homes by fewer homes coming on the market. In addition to everyone's trying to get the homes, in addition to actually 0% interest rates, which create cheap money, which inflates the the, uh, housing prices. And so you look at this in the natural and you say, there are no homes on the market in our, you know, price range or something like that. Um, and how are we going to make this happen? And, and the answer is, well, I'm not relying on the government to make it happen. I'm not relying on the economy to make it happen. I'm not even, I'm not placing my faith in any of that. Any more so than I was placing my faith uh, in 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 the world to bring me Christian. I, I placed my faith in God. And the thing of it is, you see, God is glorified in impossible things. I actually didn't meet Christian until I had exhausted all my other options. When I tried the online dating stuff, didn't work. I tried meeting people during the normal course of life, didn't work. You know, friends wanted to set me up and stuff. None of that worked. When I finally threw my hands up in the air and said, God, this is impossible. Forget about it. This is just impossible. That's when I met Kristen, okay? And so I know that God has not brought Kristen and I to this point for us not to have a house living when we're married, okay? Where God guides, he provides, okay? So he would not give me this beautiful wife here to have us live in, you know, a basement or something like that. It's just an exercise of faith, and it's an opportunity to exercise faith. And it's one that we see in the Bible time and again. The Bible says, that God creates rivers in the desert. And we saw how he gave the Israelites manna from heaven so that they would have food. Okay. We also saw where, where God caused new flesh to come onto dry bones. And we saw how Jesus fed the multitude with just two fish and five loaves. But notice every time that Jesus performed a miracle like that, you know what he always did first? He always gave thanks. He doesn't, he doesn't just, he doesn't just create all this food, right? First, he gives thanks to the Father, all right, for already basically having been done 
and then he divides the bread. Then he divides the fishes. Same thing, by the way, with when he raised Lazarus from the dead. People forget about that. He didn't just go to the tomb and say, Lazarus, come out. First, he says, God, thank you for this miracle. And he says, by the way, you know I'm always thankful. I'm just thanking you out loud now so that these other people can hear it. It's like he's he's literally saying to us, guys, pay attention to what I'm doing. See how I'm being thankful? That's the, that's the key to this. And so Chris and I, every day, we wake up and we thank God that he has the perfect house for us. We thank him for his provision. We thank him that we don't rely on the world's economy, that where everyone else is saying, this is impossible, that can't be done. God says, no, with, with God, all things are possible, and he wants to do it. That's the thing. So, guys, I hope that's a, a message of encouragement for you because we get a lot of people who struggle with financial needs, a lot of people who, who you know, look. They're, they're always asking for a job. And it can look grim, especially when you're in uh, a part of the world that maybe is known for, for poverty. We have a lot of followers in Pakistan. We have a lot of followers in the Philippines, people, uh, places like that, in India as well. A lot of places that are the quote-unquote the dry areas, right? But again, God creates rivers in the dry areas. And if you read the beginning of Psalms, it doesn't say, it doesn't say blesses the man who's born into a, a good prosperous area. Right, it doesn't say blesses the man who's born in the United States, blesses the person uh, who's born to a great capitalistic, uh, abundant country. It says blesses the man who walks not in the counsel of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of of the scorners or the mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on it he meditates day and night, and everything he does will prosper. That's the condition. Whether you're living in the United States, whether you're living in Pakistan, whether you're living in the Philippines, to the point it doesn't it doesn't matter. I don't care that one country has a better economy than other countries because we're all participants in God's economy, all right? So my message for you tonight, guys, is when things look grim around you, especially from an economic perspective, and I know that's a tough one because it affects everything else, okay? It doesn't matter what everyone else is going through. What matters is the God that you serve. We do not serve a poor God. We serve an abundant God. And he says, if you will do these things, if you're obedient to me, and if you and if you tithe, he said, test me in this and see if I will not pour out a blessing upon you that you will not have room enough to contain. It's the only time in the Bible that God says, test me. Other than that, by the way, he actually says it's a sin. He says, you know, do not put the Lord your God to a test. But when it comes to supernatural financial abundance, he says specifically, put me to the test and see if I will not pour out a, a blessing upon you that you will not have room enough to contain, that you will have uh, just, your, you will have a multitude of, in the Bible, it's all about flocks and herds that you'll lend and not borrow. You'll be the first, not the last, above and not beneath, okay? That's the kind of God we serve. Not a poor God, not a God of the Old Testament, and that's done with, and now, you know, he doesn't perform miracles anymore. It's nothing like that. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I'm telling you that our God wants you to prosper regardless of what the, the economic conditions are. And in fact, even more so when the economic conditions are poor, because then he gets the credit for it, all right? So that's my message for you tonight, guys is, you know, we don't participate in the world's economy. We participate in God's economy. And, uh, you know, we don't have to look at all these dark economic indicators. All we have to do is look at the brightness that is our God and his promises.
So true, so true. I say this all the time that this is my remembrance stone, that this ring represents so many things of God's faithfulness. And when we're always, you know, that's just life always. Actually, it's it's exciting because without vision, the people perish. So we always have a goal that we're looking towards, a vision that God wants us to accomplish. And there's always that waiting period, whether that's a short period of time or a long period of time in, in retrospect, that God wants to come in and fill in our, the faith gap uh, there. So it's important to remember when God does something in your life, like when it was looking impossible, where is the guy that I'm supposed to marry? And that was definitely the, the case with me. And, uh, you know, when God brought that, it's important to remember that for other things because I just find sometimes humanly there's things that I feel like, oh, I can, I have faith for this and I, I know I can just see it and believe it. And other things that my flesh kind of struggles in the faith zone. And if you look at it, even from a logical perspective, a lot of times the things that I have faith for, people would say, why do you have faith, faith for that? But you don't have faith for this. And so it doesn't matter what it is, but you need to remember what God has done. Remember the testimony so that that will help you propel you forward to have yep. the faith and and to claim God's blessings. And like Jordan said, to claim what it is. Thank God in advance for that promise because it's happening and it's coming. Absolutely. And when we get our house, we're going to have a nice studio and everything too, instead of just, you know, a basement with a curtain behind it. In case you don't know, so this is this is uh, Kristen's basement here, and we don't live in Kristen's basement. We have our own <laughs> respective houses, but, um, you know, you've seen my recording studio at my other one, but we have to get a place together that, um, is, you know, suitable for starting a family and all that. And so that's what we're looking for. So actually, if you guys could pray for us and, and just believe, um, just believe God, it does, he knows the request, but it always helps if other people believe. So thanks so much for that. Hey guys, uh, Kristen, why don't you do our, um, our opening prayer here, and then we'll go to the, the prayer request after that. Thank you, Lord, that you hold the whole world in your hands, that you are so intimate to hold each and every person's every single detail. I think that that is so amazing, God, that you care for this entire world and you do these great and mighty things and you show up in amazing ways, supernatural ways. And at the same time, you are such a detailed God where you care for such the smallest, minute detail for each and every one, every person listening. Thank you, Lord, that you know us by name, Lord. You know us, God. You truly know us. We know you and and we get to be known by you, God. And you know what we need. Your eyes on the sparrow. So how much more? If you care for the little sparrow, how much more do you care for us, God? Lord, take us from the place where we know things in our head to where we believe them in our heart, to where we can believe and and. When we're struggling, Lord, give us the grace and the faith to believe for more, to believe what you have for us, God. For for those listening tonight, give them encouragement. If people have been waiting a long time on a promise, Lord, encourage them. I know that that's something you love to do. I know that when I was waiting for Jordan to come and I prayed and I prayed, there were so many times where you encouraged me through other people speaking something through a different word in different places, Lord. So encourage, encourage our, our listeners tonight with what they need to hear, God, and let them be open and receptive to hearing it, God. 
Lord, give us new promises. Give us new vision. And if we are dreaming too small, Lord, that's an insult to you. Help us to dream beyond what we can see because that's where we want to be. We want to be in your zone of blessing. Lord, if it's something we can do, then that's not, doesn't take a lot of faith. Help us to reach out into the realm of the unknown where you are, Lord, beyond our comfort zone, Lord, and to step out onto the water and just let your current take us to where we're called to be. Lord, we pray for you to just, I just pray for you to rain down on every single person listening, to give them new, fresh heart, fresh mind, fresh perspective, Lord. Encouragement. I pray against discouragement. That's what the enemy, I think, uses more than anything else, Lord. Uh, or certainly just as much as a lot of different things. I pray against discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for renewed fire of faith mm-hmm. and and power in the Holy Spirit to be renewed around this world for great and mighty things to happen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So as you guys know, we did a show last night, and so we don't have our usual two-day gap between shows. We're doing one tonight. So we don't have many prayer requests today, but I did want to um, mention a praise report. Now, you guys who watched the show last night, I think also like a week or so ago, you heard uh, we prayed for somebody in particular uh, who's who's known to Chris and I. And uh, right before we went to air tonight, we got a, a praise report from this person. Now, she was in a pretty bad state, but she was um, you know, hospitalized and everything. And without going into too much detail, uh, I, I spoke with her. I put her in touch with someone. And she really she said to us that she really believes that God is speaking through this person to her. And uh, I believe so as well. And so we're just going to keep her in, in our prayers. But also thank God that, you know, I, I really feel like he's trying to bring her closer to her. And uh, I, I it, my message to that person tonight is he who begins a good work in you will see it to see it through um, to the day of Christ Jesus. So that's that's our message for her tonight. And we're very, very grateful to God for what the, the work he's doing with her to really free her from this uh, suffering she's been in. Um, caused by other people. All right. Yes. And we just had, we had a prayer request, um, come through. And so we want to pray for Caesar, who just said to pray for his family. So Lord, we pray for that entire family. Lord, we, we know they honor you and give you praise with their lives. Lord, just come in and, um, pour down a blessing till there is no more need. Lord, Lord, you love, love to provide. God, you love to give to your people, Lord, um, because and you love Caesar and his family, Lord. We pray a renewed sense of your security and vision and life and light and faith in Jesus' name. And I just pray a blanket prayer over everyone listening, God. Mm-hmm. I pray against any discouragement that's out there, like I mentioned before, that bears repeating. I pray against any suicidal thoughts in Jesus' name. I pray against anything the enemy is trying to t- tell any one of our les- listeners, uh, any bad self-talk or any anything, any shame or any actually any of the things that we've covered on this show, um, just various topics or anybody going through divorce or anybody going through sickness, Lord, carry, carry your people, Lord. You know what each person needs, Lord. And I just pray that you would just just give direction and anointing, Lord, to every single person and speak to them directly, Lord, of what you would say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. You know, a quicker show tonight. 
but uh, hopefully you got something out of it. Thank you again for joining us all these times. We really um, appreciate everything you guys do for us. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday, uh, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. We'll get to all your prayer requests. You send it over the weekend. In the meantime, as always, be blessed. And oh, be, oh, oh, I didn't finish. <laughs> Go ahead. Be blessed and be a, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We cannot, shame on us. We, no shame and no condemnation in Christ, but we cannot end a show without asking if anybody wants to come to Christ. So, oh. in Jesus' name, <laughs> I was like, shame on us, but there's no shame in Christ. So, shame is the wrong word to use. Uh, just an expression. <laughs> okay. If anyone is, um, would like to accept Jesus right now, we would love for you to just join in with me. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Dear Jesus, just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Send us a message or you can... um, also, comment on the video if you prayed that prayer with me. We'd that that dinging you're hearing is an angel getting its wings. I was just thinking that. I was thinking that. Oh, my god! And not Kristen's Apple Watch that she forgot to put on airplane mode. I was thinking that that was God's way. See, I, I did forget. So it was God's <laughs> reminder right at that moment that you are special to him. And God is coming through the Apple Watch. Have a good weekend, everybody. Be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.